and welcome back to the Lisa Bernie podcast. I hope everybody is keeping real. Unfortunately, we missed last week's podcast episode. Um, life just got in the way, <laughs> if I'm just to be completely honest. Um, lockdown here in Brisbane. So on the weekend, we had been away for the weekend for a friend's birthday. And um, on the Monday when we were due to return, we found out that Brisbane was going into lockdown um, just due to COVID. So what that meant for us on a business level was um, getting into hit, like action mode with shutting down the studio, which means like just like cancelling classes, emailing correspondence to our members and jumping into um, other than action mode in terms of getting in place Zoom sessions, which are like online training sessions via Zoom for our members. Um, so that kind of really interfered with last week's plan to do the weekly podcast. But I am back today. It is Tuesday just after Easter. So I hope everybody had a really lovely Easter. You guys caught up in some family time or some relaxing time. I know um, some of you guys are still in lockdown. My listeners are very much spread across the world, but predominantly here in Australia and in Ireland. So I do know a lot of people at home in Ireland are still in lockdown. And I still and I say still because it's been such a long time for you guys. Um, you know, uh, uh, please do understand that we do know how fortunate we are here in Brisbane, in Australia. And um, we are so, so, so lucky. We are out of our little mini lockdown now. It was literally for three days um the Queensland government here in, in Brisbane pretty much like jump on things very fast shut things down and get uh, control over things so yeah we're we are in a really good position here but it's kind of like one of those unpredictable situations isn't it you never know what's going to happen but um look we do we definitely do feel for everybody at home obviously and um, my parents are still at home Ross's family is still at home so we do know the impacts that it is having on everybody at home um in Ireland but I'm um, moving on and jumping Jumping into episode four and this week I am touching on some top tips for fitness motivation and getting over any kind of exercise or fitness slump that you might be experiencing currently. So we're at that stage of the year that we're in the fourth month of the year. So we're coming into April. So here in Australia, we are coming out of summer and heading into winter, whilst um, on the other side of the world, you guys are heading into summer. So we kind of have this midpoint way where say people over in Ireland are still in lockdown absolutely sick of it now at this stage and you're really lacking the motivation to keep moving and keeping healthy and active and here on Australia on the other side of things the mornings are getting darker and colder so the motivation starts to slip in that side of things so I thought this would be a really good um, time of the year and a good opportunity to jump on and share some tips that I've got for keeping the motivation there for your exercise routine and for your fitness and keeping healthy and active So jumping straight into it, the first one that I'm going to start with is probably one of the most important ones and that is reframing your mindset. So what do I mean with reframing your mindset? So what I pretty much mean with that is that rather than seeing exercise as a chore, seeing it as a form of self-care or a form of self-respect. So often a lot of people look at exercise as just being work, that it's such 
effort to get up or go and train in the morning or go and train in the evenings when really you have to reframe your mindset towards exercise and rather than seeing it as a chore or as effort seeing it as you doing something for you like I mentioned a form it is a form of self-care or a form of self-respect so that's really the first one I understand that it's really hard to shift and mindset and reframe thoughts but definitely rather every time you tell yourself that exercise is effort jump on that instant thought and remind yourself that it's absolutely not effort or a chore and that it is indeed definitely most highest form of self-care for yourself so that is definitely one of the most important things I believe and that is number one on my list of tips jumping into number two um, now this isn't relevant to everybody but definitely can be relevant to some people and I think this is very much dependent on personality and it's not something that I would classify as being relevant to me personally but number two is get an accountability slash training buddy so I know a lot of people really struggle to get up and go training on their own so having an accountability or training buddy really 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 helps so your environment or the people you surround yourself really does impact your behaviors towards exercise and fitness and like I mentioned for me personally it that doesn't really matter I'm I actually I have to admit that I kind of often very much enjoy training on my own because it is my me time um so I'm a very much like yeah solo training that's when I'm in the gym on my own training obviously I've done CrossFit before and I jump into the group trainings at my studio at F45 but I'm very confident and more than happy training on my own but if you were that person that doesn't have that enjoyment of training on your own and that you would rather train with somebody find an accountability or a training buddy that might just mean putting something out to your group of friends or even sharing it on your social media page because there might just be somebody else out there that is also looking for an accountability or training buddy to jump in within whether that's going to a group fitness facility or going for a walk together or going for a run um, or going to the gym together putting it out there and seeing if you can find somebody to be that accountability or training buddy is definitely something that can kind of help keep you on track. From there then, coming into number three, something that is also very, very important is finding something that you enjoy doing. Just because I enjoy going for a run or I enjoy going to the gym and lifting weights, that does not necessarily mean that that's what you've got to do. And you may not necessarily enjoy doing that. You might hate running. (laughs) And if that is the case, that is perfectly fine. You just need to find something that you enjoy doing doing and I always drum this into people just because Mary down the street is going to the gym and doing weight training five days a week that doesn't float your boat then you don't have to do that it might mean that you are going to a group fitness facility or you're going to f45 or you're going to crossfit three or four times a week or you're doing zumba or you're doing yoga or pilates running walking whatever it might be it's super important that you do find something that you enjoy doing personally um often you'll see a lot of people will get into things that they absolutely hate doing and they'll never stick to it so find something that you enjoy doing which then kind of follows through into point or tip number four which is give it a chance and what I mean by that is I see a lot of people start something and they instantly hate it because it was hard or they sweated a lot or 
uh, the place was busy or they felt unfit or they felt weak. So they instantly created this, oh, I hated it, it was shit. You have to give something a chance in order to see if you do like it. So you're never going to determine after the first session whether it's for you or not. So whether it is a PT session or like I said, a group fitness or whether it's your first ever run, give it a chance. Do it more than once. Go two, three, four, five times or if you're getting a free complimentary session with a PT, or if you're getting a free trial at a group free, group fitness facility give it a chance try it out more than once to see if it's for you and if it's not for you that's fine try something else but at least give it a chance next up then tip number five which is another mindset thing where I'm talking about reframing your mindset is that rather than constantly focusing on exercise to aid with its aesthetics think of all the other benefits that exercise brings to your life that's improved overall health improved fitness improved strength improved mental health improved sleep quality it is going to help improve your food choices I will guarantee you if exercise is something that you start your day with you are going to be more inclined to consume and intake better food choices that day I guarantee you so rather than always focusing on exercise to be don't to to really focus that's a big blunder. So rather than focusing on exercise as just being it for aesthetic purposes, look at it for all of its other benefits. So like I said, your mental health, fitness, strength, there are so many things. If you are constantly focused on exercise as being the sole purpose for aesthetics, as in like reducing body fat, that will not keep you motivated forever. I will put my hand up and go, I was that person many years ago that just exercised for body composition. I wanted to be skinny. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to be X amount of weight on the scales. I was that person. So I now know over many years of experience and many years of working with clients that that will never, ever keep you motivated forever. So you have to reframe your mindset and exercise for other reasons. For me personally, right now, exercise is my me time. It's absolutely a form of self-care. It keeps me fit. It keeps me strong. It's really good for my mental health and for controlling stress levels. So definitely really, really look into the mindset of things as to why you are exercising. And if it is purely just for aesthetic reasons all of the time, then you definitely need to reframe that thought pattern. Coming into number six, look at it as you time, which I did mention earlier on. And this can be specific to everybody, but I particularly in my studio we have a lot of mums that train with us and I think for them it's absolutely a form of you time of their time regardless of how poor or shit their sleep quality has been due to the kids they get in they come in they do their sessions get it done and it sets them up for the day so looking at it as time for you to clear your head alleviate some stress get a break away from the kids as an unwinding mechanism after work. So looking at it as that you time, schedule it in your calendar, schedule it as you time if you wish. So when the alarm goes off in the morning, rather than pressing snooze, jump up, 
Well, don't have to jump up, crawl out of bed, roll out of bed, whatever way you want to get out of bed. <laughs> get out of bed and look at it as this is your time, whether it's 60 minutes. This is your only 60 minutes of the day to have to you. So get up and get it done. Or even if it's after work in the evening, you have, um, or when the kids come up from the school, whatever it might be, you've given all of your energy throughout the day to other people. Now it's time to put a little bit back into you. So again, you time, self-care, self-respect. Into number seven, which is definitely something that I really, 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 really highly promote and encourage, and that is invest in a trainer. Again, I'll bring it back to personal experience. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a trainer myself, but I was the client, the beginner once upon a time. And what I did here in Australia was I joined the local gym and I invested in a personal trainer. This personal trainer gave me the tools for me to be able to look out to move well in the gym, perform exercises correctly. I understood how to pair exercises. I learned how to work all the machines in the gym. So rather than going into a gym and feeling like a headless chicken or going up to the cardio machines and staying on a machine bored off your head for 30 40 whatever many minutes it is invest some money in a personal trainer I know your first thought is oh but that's so expensive but take a step back have a look at your outgoings if, if if it is a financial decision have a look at your outgoings on a monthly basis and see where you might be able to pull back and how you might be able to invest that money into a trainer if investing in a one-to-one coach isn't a feasible option for you, then look into a group fitness facility. Now, it's super important that the group fitness facility that you do choose is full of professional trainers that are going to invest their time in helping you with technique. As a, as a studio owner, as an F45 uh, group fitness facility owner, I we, so my trainers and myself, see a lot of new beginners coming into our studio and they do need a lot of hands-on time. And of course, we're willing to give that, but not every studio or not every gym is. So just be mindful on your hunt if that is what you're embarking on is a group fitness facility, that it is one that has reputable experience and professional trainers. But I definitely, definitely, definitely encourage you look into either joining a really good group fitness facility or investing in a trainer. I hand on heart will tell you if it is a good trainer you're investing in or a good group fitness facility it will most definitely um, benefit you and it will make your whole experience with exercise and training much more enjoyable the investment will pay off guarantee you Moving in then to number eight is don't be going too hard too soon. You've got to be realistic with what you can fit into your week and your day. More often than not, and I see it when I have consults with private one-to-one online coaching clients, I'm like, okay, what um, what's your allowance during the week? How many days a week can you allow for training and time-wise? And the answer is like six, seven days a week, uh, 60, 90 minutes a day. And I'm like, okay, let, like, let's just take a little bit of a step back. What have you been doing up until now? And the response might be nothing. I haven't been doing anything. I'm like, okay, so you want to go from nothing to six or seven days per week. And I then ask the question, do you believe that to be realistic? And it kind of gives them a little bit of food for thought. And they're like, mm, maybe not. So I'm like, right, how about we just take it nice and steady? How about we start you with three sessions per week? And they're like, oh, but I can definitely do more. <laughs> I'm like, I understand that. But let's start you at three. You have not done anything in such a long period of time. Let's start you a little bit more steady. So rather than going in with that 
all or nothing approach. So going all in, all in, all in, all in, six, seven sessions a week, pull it back and maybe incorporate a couple of walks a week and then maybe three sessions in the gym or in the group fitness facility or three home workouts, whatever it might be. Start a little bit slower rather than going too hard too soon. You'll most likely end up broken after the first two weeks if you've been doing nothing and then you go hard and doing six sessions. You probably won't be able to walk for the week after that. So looking at it in more of a slower and steadier pace is definitely going to be beneficial to you trust me um moving in then into one of my last ones is share your goals now I know this might seem a little bit like oh gosh I'm not going to be sharing my goals with anybody but honestly um again back to personal experiences many years ago when I set up my little Instagram page I think at the time I called it it's gone through a few different name changes but I think it was initially Lisa Lisa B fit and healthy I think it was and it was via my Instagram page that I was sharing my goals and I honestly hand on heart felt like there was such a little community on Instagram back then that like the fitness world was like exploding all over the world and obviously through social media was exploding at the time as well but by me sharing my um, progress and my selfies and my little journey on Instagram it really 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 kept me accountable so whether that's you sharing your goals on your Instagram page if you're going to create a separate Instagram page for your um, training go for it or sharing your goals with your partner or those closest to you often sharing your goals will hold you and make you a little bit more accountable to them saying them out loud rather than keeping them locked up in your own head gives you that little bit more motivation to keep pushing forward with them so just to recap on a few of these tips number one was reframing your mindset so rather than seeing exercise as a as a chore seeing it as a form of self-care get an accountability or a training buddy so somebody that's going to help you show up for your sessions and hold you accountable to them number three was finding something that you enjoy doing super important like well like I said what's for Mary down the road is not necessarily going to be for you so finding something that you really thoroughly enjoy doing Number four was give it a chance. So if you are trying something for the first time and your initial thought is, oh, I hate this, go back again and go back again. And if you still hate it after the third, fourth or fifth time, then you're like, okay, it's time to try something new. But at least give it a chance. You might surprise yourself or it might surprise you. Number five, then with another reframing your mindset. So rather than constantly focusing on exercise um, to, to aid with aesthetics or body fat reduction or getting a goal weight or something like that on a weighing scales, reframe your mindset to um, really dialing in and all of the other benefits that exercise brings with it. Like I said, it's going to keep you fit, healthy, maintaining a nice healthy body composition, helping with managing stress, helping your mental health, making you make better nutritious food choices throughout the day number six then was looking at it as you time and I think this is really important is particularly if you are a parent or if you're somebody who has a really 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 stressful job you need to take some time out of your day for you and I know you're probably rolling your eyes and going oh that's easy for you to say Lisa um you're not a parent you're not this and the other I may not be but I do work with a lot of people um who are in very highly stressed pressurized jobs and people that do have children and I know that they're 30 or 60 minutes a day for their exercise is one of the most important parts of their day. So looking at exercise as you time is super important. Number seven then was making an investment in a trainer or in a group 
fitness facility. So whilst I mentioned how maybe getting a trainer might be a huge financial decision for you, looking at your monthly outgoings and see where you might be able to pull back to incorporate a trainer. And if getting a one-on-one personal trainer is a little bit more on the expensive side of things, then having a little bit of a look around your local area for a good group fitness facility that will help you along your way. Number eight then was not to go too hard too soon. And what I meant for that, what I meant by that was whether you're going from doing absolutely nothing to going into training six or seven days a week, find that happy medium. I always suggest you've been going from nothing to start implementing some daily walks and then maybe starting with about three sessions per week is a really good realistic way of attacking your goals. Finally, the last one, number 10, as mentioned, was sharing your goals, whether that's via a social media platform or sharing them with some close friends or with your partner or family members, rather than keeping your goals locked up inside your own head where you can play your own tricks on yourself, sharing them with other people can often make you more accountable. So there are just a few little tips that I feel might help you if you're currently struggling with some motivation for towards your fitness or your exercise goals, or if you have a little bit of a slump at this stage of the year and you're kind of finding it a bit of a struggle to get into a bit of a routine. Whilst these all might seem quite basics, these are the things that you really, really, really need to tweak. If you've been listening to some of my other um, podcasts, you would have heard how I've mentioned how mastering the basics is, basics in anything in life is usually what leads to success. So if you can really dial in a few of these little tips, I definitely see you being able to maintain or and build on your motivation towards your exercise. I hope this helps you today. If you have got any direct questions for me, you can directly email them to me to lisaburneyfitness at gmail.com.au. You can send me a direct message on Instagram as well, but I do encourage you to get through to me on email. If you are looking to pick up some home training, if you are in lockdown at the moment, if you click the link in my bio on my Instagram page, it will bring you to a four-week home workout guide. And if you are back in the gym, there is also an eight-week training guide also in the link in my bio on Instagram. So if you head over there, click there, it'll bring you directly to both training plans or if you want to work to work with me and I want one capacity you can also contact me for one-to-one online coaching that's it for today guys thank you for your continued support your likes your shares your subscriptions your comments um, on the podcast so far it's been awesome and the support hasn't gone unnoticed so thank you very much that is it for podcast number four I will chat to you next week take care and have a good week Bye.